Podcast. It's your boy Dave. It's your boy Adam. And the date is January 11th, 2016. We're here. We're live. And it's brought to you by numbillsfan.com. Get all of your numbillsfan content there. It's a one way portal to anywhere. And it will be really, 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 really great if you just checked it out, showed your friends. Help us out. We'll give you a shout out. Interact with us on Twitter. We've had a lot more people interact and it's been awesome. And I will tweet everybody forever about kickers. Let's go. And we even get me started on kickers. Foresight, hindsight, whatever site. I am ready to talk kickers. So please, let's get like a thread going. It's really awesome. Therefore... What was that kid we drafted from uh, Florida State? Dustin Hopkins. Good kid. Yeah, it's nice to see him. Uh, nice to see him finding work. Yeah, he was doing all right with the Redskins after the playoffs. But we're here to talk Bills. All right, we're gonna talk Bills. I don't know what just dropped. And when I try to find a podcast or something to listen to, and and it has Bills in the title, that's what I want to hear about. I don't care about the playoffs because my team's not there. I don't care about that right off the bat. I want to find out about my bills, and we could talk the other stuff. All right. Before we get into it, though, um, next time we're going to have a guest on. We're going to have Alan Boynton on behalf of FirstAndTwelve.com, who you can check out on Twitter at FirstAndTwelve 12 or, again, on their website at uh, www.FirstAndTwelve.com. And he's coming on to talk to us about an event he's put together to benefit Hunter's Hope, uh, Jim Kelly's foundation there. It's uh, Wednesday, March 23rd. It's going to be in Toronto, and it sounds like a really good time. There's going to be hors d'oeuvres. There's going to be drinks. Jim Kelly's going to be there. And it sounds like it's going to be awesome. He's going to come on on our Thursday show and give us all the, the ins and outs of that, all the details. I'm really looking forward to talking to him. Um, yeah, it so, should be it should be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do we got? What do we got on the uh, roster today, bud? Well, on the on the first of all thing, it's just kind of cool because if there's like a charity promote to promote for the Buffalo Bills, it's extremely flattering to be you know follow up with the with a tweet. Just hey, thanks for the follow, and have them reach out to us saying, yeah, we'd like to come on the podcast. I mean. That means a lot to us because to us, Hunter's Hope is like the, it's it's really the staple charity. If if there's if you don't know a charity for the Buffalo Bills, it's you know one, and that's Hunter's Hope. And to us, that's a grand slam to even allow, frankly, you know, just two guys that work and do their thing, average blue collar guys. You know, they want to be on with us. That's pretty cool. At least for us. It might be yeah, boring for you, it's, but it's really you know, it's really cool that they're putting that event together and uh I can't wait to talk to him about it. 
Yeah, usually you, you kind of work small and then go to the top, but it's kind of like, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So look forward to that next podcast. The guy's a season ticket holder, too. So he's, you know, legit Bills fan, huge Bills fan. And it'll be pretty good. So what do you got, man? Bills news. Let's go. Let's go right to the top once again. Let's go to the rotting fruit. Not just low-hanging fruit, the rotting fruit on the ground, which is, what did we say a few weeks ago when Rob Ryan was in town? Oh, watch out. He's going to join the Bills staff. Oh, piss off. I'd like to give a big, warm welcome to the Bills' new assistant head coach, Rob Ryan. I am pumped. Why? Why not? Because I love, I love the Ryan brothers at a press conference. Like, this is going to get awesome. These dudes these dudes crack me up, man. I'm not going to lie. I love seeing it, how it is. It's like, dude, you just think of like, and I hate this this term, but it's true. It's like, all right, man, when are they going to show the, the freaking jolly clown-looking guy on the sideline, the rocker, the Harley-looking dude? When are they going to show this guy pacing up down the sideline? And especially in Dallas – the camera was on him more than Jason Garrett. They would just show, you know, Tony Romo could throw a pick and then they show him, you know, Hey, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a one yard run. And then they show Rob Ryan who gives a shit. Like, oh, okay. But to, to be fair, so I don't sound like I'm just being a goofball. I mean, I am, I am a goofball and I'll be the first to tell you. I like it because he's had some success coaching coaching the linebacker position over the years, and I feel like that's an area that needs to be addressed with the Bills' defense. I, I think you're. I think coming out of this. Uh, coming out of this. Are you trying to 2015 have a, season? Are you trying to have a seven minute podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Don't get to the. I can meat. do it. There's your teaser. We'll build up to that. So listen. Here's the deal. All right. Okay. Let's call I'm just it, getting it out there call, right now. I like this elef- move. Let's call I like this move. Okay, cool, dude. Me too. But we're going to get to it. You're spiking the freaking... I got it. I'm excited, dog. Dude, I I'm think excited. you blew speakers right now. They'll be Look fine. at that spike. Okay, we're sorry. I wish fine. I could breathe as loud as him for when he talks, though, so I could match that. that I'm constant. sick, but I don't miss the podcast. Yeah, nope. he'll just breathe his germs all over me. This is incredible. But the elephant in the room with this Bill situation, let's be serial here for a minute. All right, the elephant in the room is, oh, here's Rex Ryan hiring his friend. Oh, his, his brother. Friend, his twin brother. His twin Come brother. On. Is this what we do? We just hire our friends? He got fired, man. He got, you know, he got fired for a reason. Is he in here? Did they fire Dennis Thurman? I don't think so. Did you they fire th- anybody? You know what the I one thing I don't think so. You know what the one thing that I do wonder though is since he's now been named assistant head coach. Yeah, but they think, also you think, have another assistant you think head coach. An- you think Anthony Lynn is. might have have some some good news brewing about a head coaching position? Huh? I don't know. But a lot of teams have multiple Best of luck to that guy, man. If he can if he can land that gig, land that gig, dog. I don't know. We'll miss you though. I I really don't want him to go. But no, I mean I but game was was number one last year. Opportunities are Why rare. Why do you think he's interviewing? 
Oh, yeah. So the elephant in the room is you got this Rob Ryan character, and people are just saying, Yo, you know, his defense is a very Picking on horrible. the chubby guy, calling him an elephant. I see how you are. Do the same thing to me. Well, you probably deserve it. I don't even. Yeah, Rob do. Ryan doesn't deserve it. I want him to be on our podcast. He's already called us. I wish. I wish that were true. No, he, he has. I think the Ryan's get sarcastic. Yeah, so. he had the round. So number. Rob, yeah, they they <laughs> at Dawson Rochester for. I mean, you know, we were talking like it's January 11th today. I was looking at you know if my agents let me go between Wednesday and the 13th. All right, all right through all right, Saturday. All right. He's not coming. Rob, you better not back out. I'm gonna be really pissed if you back out of this this wing date, dude. All right, I'm not gonna lie. But regardless, Rob Ryan, you're in town, dude. Welcome. Welcome. I think no matter what, hiring this guy is not an issue. And if you want to say it's to buy headlines or whatever, it would actually be the opposite because you're going to have. The majority fan base, who already is shredding Rex Ryan screwing up the defense, and we're we are all in agreement that the defense was a big disappointment. But reality is, defenses have ups and downs. Excuse me, they have ups and downs, and changing to another system. You know the whole excuse truth whatever way you lie on it it's kind of a pain because you rex ryan has a bullet on his back now and now you're gonna bring in his brother who oh by the way got fired from the saints and was abruptly fired from the cowboys and you read reports on the saints defense saying oh wait a second the big complaints over there is reported you know howard simon came across an article and a, a big deal was that he was having a hard time getting players in to substitute and know a position and where they need to be. Pretty much the same problems we've had with the Bills. And that's very interesting to note. I don't think it's a bad hire either way. He's not defensive coordinator. They did not fire anybody. And he has a hell of a resume as a linebackers coach, if you want to talk championships. And a defensive backs coach, if you want to talk about pro bowlers. He's he's coached he's coached up some really good guys over the years. And I don't see any downside to bringing him in. Here here's what it is though. Let's I would hang out with Rob Ryan. I would too. And and here's what here here's what the deal is is you're just looking at his track record as a defensive coordinator and thinking right off the bat that, and now keep in mind, what if he's named defensive coordinator after this? I'll, this take will be totally wrong. Okay, but just, just saying, right now, I believe he doesn't even technically have a title. Assistant head coach. Besides assistant head coach, which pretty much could be a guy who could help with his defense and translate and probably be, I would imagine, like Chris Palmer is for the offense, be kind of like a defensive overseer guy, you know, really help players where they need help, be a sounding board for Rex. You know, there was that, we talked last podcast about the guy 
who's I mean, who the knows? right hand man for Bill Belichick, you know, who, who, who does all this extra research. Who knows what he's gonna do? Maybe they want a guy in the booth and a guy on the ground. Like you, what well, well, time will tell, man. I'm right. Gonna try to speculate. I'm just. I'm just hoping this helps us. I just, I just get think a surge on that second level, that linebacker position. Exactly, man. exactly. And you, you want to know something too? The, the ne- on the negative aspect on why people would hate it, I, I get it. But you have to look at it like this: What will his job be? Because if they hired anybody else just to come say help the defense out, okay. So for twelve years he's been a defensive coordinator, right? Oh, yeah. And he's been in the league for those 12 years since he was a linebacker's coach in 2003, last year as a physician coach on the Patriots, okay? And he has been one of 32 defensive coordinators for the last 12 years. Is that really a bad – wait, so you're telling me that guy that he sucks – so bad that he was the defensive coordinator in the NFL, which is a top 32 in the world. And he's just going to come here and help out the defense, not even have a title, maybe linebackers coach. Who knows? That's where they're weak. So just saying, I think that's a wonderful hire if he didn't even have that hair and have that mouth and have everything us we love about him. So why not another Ryan? Yeah. What does that mean? Times two. Now we're now we're probably even more likely to end up on hard knocks this year. I'd watch it though. You know, I'm a little I'm a little torn about that idea though. Part of me is like, oh yeah, it would be cool to see like what's going on, but like I don't want no one else in there. I don't want people filming stuff at practice and like, you know what I mean? I'm sure there's all sorts of people ready to pay for that information. Oh look, I got these I got these pictures of their defense at practice. Sick, right? Yeah. We see you, Belichick. <laughs> I'm only saying it because it's happened. But yeah, I mean I got mixed feelings if they do that show. It would be cool to see to see the players from that from that perspective, but I think it could be a huge distraction too. Yeah, it's so crazy because I'm watching the game and uh, I'm watching the Vikings and the Seahawks, and I, I I'm more of a Bills bandwagon fan from a kid. Like I liked the team in the '90s and everything, but I wasn't as much of like a roster head as I am like, you know, as an adult. You know, I was a little kid when they were winning, six years old. You know, seven years old, eight years old. And well, I was too, but I was all about it, man. I had every football card. I have a little starting lineup figure. Really? Like I was, I was wild with it, man. I got random packs of cards here and there. I didn't. We were broke too. Look, everybody broke. But I, I grew up also a Vikings fan, and like as I got older, it's just like you know, I'm watching the Vikings, and I'm thinking like. There's just like a story behind all these players, you know, just like we look behind the scenes at the Bills because we follow them so tight on Twitter. We get to know their, you know, you know, their Booby Dixon's a goofball. Oh, that's just Booby. It's Booby D. You know, it's the funniest things ever on the Internet. And it's like, 
you have guys like that on other teams too, but you wouldn't know because you're so stuck on your 53-man roster. You know, you know your guys, and you might only know your top 25 guys. You know, you'll know some 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 running backs. You know a lot of receivers. You'll know you'll know your you'll know the personalities about guys. Aaron Williams, he's he's a tough kid. He's got a good attitude. You know, good heart. You know, Corey Grant's a little more. You know. And and watching the Vikings just made me think, like, wow, that's crazy. But what Hard Knocks does is you get to see those personalities up front, you know, from another team. And I think that's kind of cool. And I think that Hard Knocks for Buffalo itself would be pretty much, even though the coaches would hate it, and maybe I'm in the minority here, I want to see, I'm excited for Rex because he brought people talking about the Bills. He is the biggest hype man of the Bills, and it worked. You're seeing a Bills thing on ESPN every five stories, man. We didn't have this before. And to put the Bills on hard knocks, are you kidding me? I get an even more intimate view of the team. Dude, we don't got we, – we, we don't have access Yo, to the I, team like I that. I really do think bringing Rob Ryan in, though, is going to – It's going to seal the deal. It's going to seal the how, deal. How do you not? They've both already been on it. It's a – Great story for television. Twin brothers reunited. I mean, they haven't coached together since the 94-95 season in Arizona under their dad. Awesome backstory. And they purposely, purposely went separate ways. And to have them back together, I think that's kind of cool. And, and it, or, or it could just be as simple as, yo, you need a job? Yeah, come help us out. I don't know. Let's get to work, Just buddy. do whatever you do, man. Just float around, look good, and uh, make sure you put conditioner in that rat's nest, all right? <laughs> okay, be careful on the bike tonight. Don't wear no colors either around here. Regardless, keep... I love when you breathe so heavy. Right in my ear. I'm sick, dog. I'm, I'm trying to get you. Nice. Regardless, I think if the Buffalo Bills were on hard knocks, it would be one of the best hard knocks ever. Frankly, and yeah, you know, we could joke they were the best fans in the NFL. You know, man, the Chiefs are up there. I would give them it too, if you want my humble opinion. But I see it like this. They get to have a peek behind what it's like being a Bills fan for a long time. And now, with 16 years of playoffs, we pretty much had, or no playoffs, you pretty much have a fan base eating each other. And they would get to see that. I think. And they oh, would get to man. see how, how the players and everybody acknowledges that they haven't been in the playoffs. This fan base is brutal. It's like yeah. the Royal Rumble out there, man. It's worse than Royal Rumble. It's like getting jumped. You know, and, and, and when you're having debates on Twitter about freaking kickers, are you kidding me? I need a life. And I'm getting right into it. Oh, man. I need a life. Don't even. All right. All right. You know what? Tell them. Tell them what the best response ever on Twitter is because somebody's I'm, making a moot point. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not touching it. No, nah, it was a good comeback. I got to say, it was great. It was incredible. I would give him a shout out, but guess what? I ran out of Googles, and that means I am not moving my goddamn Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Dave got into an argument. This off. guy, this guy got into an argument on Twitter Yo, about Justin Hopkins today. You're spiking. Cause you don't ever shut up. I got a spike sometimes, dude. You get a you get in a Twitter battle about some Dustin Hopkins prediction. 
tell this dude to check his facts. And then he's like, what? Did you run out of Googles for the month? I lost it. No, I, here's why. Because I don't trust anybody, and I frankly think the dude made up the stats about who's better on touchbacks, Hopkins or Gay. The, because the I stats went, check out, Dave. Yeah, where did you find the stats? Google. What part of Google? I. What was the website? Exactly. You don't have an answer. We were in the car. Stats don't exist. Stats don't exist, okay? What I do is when I have an argument to make, I usually post a screenshot. But if yeah, I just like that here, dude because his name's Adam D. Here's what the argument just like me. Here's what the argument was. I'm trying to interact with people on Twitter, aka just start a firestorm against me. But not really. But so here's what happened. I have a big issue in life when people say, I told you so. I told you so we should have did that. I told you so. You know, I knew we should have taken Andy Dalton. We got Aaron Williams. You know, we'd be in the playoffs every year. We had Andy Dalton. You know who else should have taken? I can't believe we passed with Tom Brady. You know? I, I really can't believe, uh, you know, how do we not grab Gronkowski? Man, he's right there. Huh. I'm so sick of hearing those people. Okay? And I sought this person out. I was looking for a fight. Not really, but I saw it, and my bullshit alarm was just flickering, man. The light was about to burn out, and we're going to start a fire because my bullshit meter was going off so hard. And what I don't want to see is this this thing of we should have did the other thing after it doesn't work. It's so awful. It's just so awful. It's the worst take you could have. Because there's so many factors. You can't just make a blanket statement. And that's why we have a podcast. So now I'm going to dive into it for literally one minute. We'll keep it 60 seconds. Essentially what the guy was saying is, man, I wish we had Dustin Hopkins. We should have never caught him. We should have picked him up a free agency when he got caught. Okay? He went to IR. They signed Dan Carpenter. Dan Carpenter was money. They re-signed Dan Carpenter, okay? Dustin Hopkins missed his whole rookie season. He was back. And and, and keep in mind, he he won that job over Ryan Lindell. So I kind of feel bad for him. But he came back and, you know, he, he ended up getting cut in 2014. New Orleans Saints picked him up. Because he was cut after camp. You know, he lost the competition to Carpenter. He was picked up by the Saints and signed to a future reserve contract till the end of 2014. But on September 5th, they released him. So, really, the point is, is we didn't know he would be good. He showed nothing playing time-wise that he would be as good as he is now. And I'm so sick of us turning on each other and going, no, we should have did the other thing, okay? And I know this is a little slow and dragged out. but We didn't, we didn't though. We didn't know. And, and, yes, you would like to have a guy who could actually kick field goals and do the kickoff and get that roster spot. I agree. That but would be meant. To, to get I've off of that. I've on that several times this season. Right. So, all right. And, but and, it's, been beaten to sh- it's been beaten to shit already, like a hundred times. And you could times. do that with every position. But exactly. Another note. So, like, Twitter guy, yeah, you're right. We should have kept Dustin Hopkins there. Pat yourself on the back. 
You literally argued about it all day. Oh, and I'm not done replying to him. Yeah, I, I heard you reply, but I replied nicely, though. It's just, if we're going to post something, at least post some facts. And I was, frankly, too lazy. I didn't care that much. I'm not the one trying to make the point. I go, even if we make your point, say we go down your road, you know, like, support it. I don't need to look it up. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, didn't. Done. And, and that's been the Bills for 16 years. Every play, we live and die and we turn on each other. Other really good Buffalo Bills news, Doug Whaley signed an extension today. So thank you for another bad report. Actually, take that back. They could still fire him. They could still fire Rex Ryan. And that report could be true, but sources in the organization, a lot of them say. It sounds like they're planning on some success. Exactly. Therefore, you know what? Let's roll. I think I think Doug Wavy's done a wonderful job. We talk about it all the time. Doug Wavy's a man. I think he's a progressive thinker. Yeah, rip on the Watkins trade. Rip on whatever you want. Oh, he can't find a quarterback. Guess what? Our roster is better than it used to be. By a lot. Period. And every year it gets better. Period. And frankly, the defense failed us. Whether that's the players or not. But I'll tell you what. That last game against the Jets with lesser of talent and a Jets team that has been throwing up touchdowns like crazy and having a stout defense that bills team walked through the new york jets with a depleted roster with a depleted defense so guess what i think it might be the players needing to buy in that said you i saw some hungry young guys who want their right. shot right and I guess what i can't wait to see what doug whaley brings in I can't wait to see what moves they make. Maybe they'll bring in Eric, an Eric Weddle. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll bring in guys that could make a difference. You never know. They're saying, you know, Doug Way was saying, oh, you pretty much go to sleep on free agency. I think Rex Ryan is going to get these guys in for a call me nuts, probably like 10 to 20% cheaper than somewhere else. They'd rather play for Rex. Rex is that guy they want to play for. And if Rob Shoot, Ryan has. I'd play for Rex. Yeah, man. If Rob Ryan has that reputation, good. Good, but regardless, that's how we thought about the Doug Wavy deal. Hell of a move. And I just want to touch on the playoffs for a couple minutes, and then we're out. Texans got blown out. I didn't watch shit. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, so I'll just tell you what I heard. Okay. Next game. (laughs) Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Uh, Hell of an ending. I watched the last two minutes of that one because I am such a good guy with this sports and, stuff. Antonio Brown got lit up. That that sucked. Yeah, Vontez Perfect. I put on Twitter. Can we trade for Vontez Perfect? Because I'd rather have a guy who you don't have to teach to be a complete asshole <laughs> and tame it. Because <laughs> that's my kind of guy. Yo, dude, chill. And then people want to talk. Re- Relax, bro. All right, all right. I'm spiking. I just, I just spiked. I'm, just, I'm sorry. Well, look. We're excited this week. Look, we're really excited. I thought, wow, that is amazing. I can't believe that happened. And then talk about Ben Roethlisberger. He's saying, yeah, guys, after he came back from his injury, yeah, guys, don't call that play again. I can't throw that far. So somehow Ben, who's probably better, <laughs> he's, he knows he's better missing an arm. Than putting Landry Jones in there. 
So <laughs> you would think that this great Cincinnati defense would maybe think that they got to have a little yards uh, after catch thing going on here. Well, maybe. But then, you know, the argument is, well, what about that hit on Hill? That changed the game. That was helmet the helmet. Yeah. So that was a hell of an ending. And for all you knuckleheads who think that Marvin Lewis should be fired, go back in your You're cave. Wrong. Go. Wrong. Bad take. Next. Yeah, Next really. game. Really, you know what? We just need a guy. You know what team did that? You know what team did that? The San Diego Chargers, and they fired Marty Schottenheimer. And I believe oh. he went fourteen and two. And Deacon just dropped his phone. Did you crack your screen some more? Probably. You got to get a new screen so you can crack it. But regardless, they fired Marty Schottenheimer. And look where they have been. A tire fire. Okay, so the NFC games, I actually watched them. The the Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that game looked so cold. Such a defensive game. I'm like, man, this Blair Walsh dude, he's hitting this ball so hard. And then I'm thinking, wow, Adrian Peterson is not doing a damn thing. Actually throwing, Minnesota's actually throwing the ball better. And Russell Wilson is not doing anything. The Vikings defense is awesome. And then a fluke play, or I don't know how, but a bad snap, and Russell Wilson somehow gathers the ball and just heaves it up there to a dude who's open. And next thing you know, they score. And then the Vikings get the ball. And they have a whole thing to kick the game-winning field goal after Blair Walsh has been just crushing that ball. And he misses a 29-yard field goal or is it 27? 27. 27-yard field goal. But here's the Devastating. thing, Devastating. That kick, though, I have a lot of sympathy for kickers when it's on the le- when it's on a hash. You know what I mean? That's And in college, it looks even harder because it is harder in college because the hashes are wider. You know, so... It's kind of tricky, and it reminded me as a kid that when Minnesota had Gary Anderson, he never missed a kick, and he missed the kick for the NFC Championship, and I was a kid, and I I believe that it was 1998 with Randy Moss and Chris Carter and Randall Cunningham. He missed that damn kick. So Minnesota's out. Yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. What did you think about that game? Green Bay and the Redskins. I thought, watching Kirk Cousins, I'm like, you know, I, I like Tyrod so much better. was honestly paying almost no attention to that game. It was on in my house. I didn't even, like, really look at it. All right, I'll give you the breakdown. Aaron Rodgers is not as good as he has been in the past. All right, J.C. Chuck from Buffalo, that. he gave up a safety right off the bat. I felt so bad for him. That's rough. Sorry, man. Well, actually, I think it's from Akron. But I was looking forward to seeing him start or show him. I'm like, I know that name. I know the name. And then, oh, yeah, okay. But, man, the Redskins game, watching these games, pretty much, you guys know what happened in the games. Look up the highlights. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about what I want to talk about and what Deacon wants to talk about. Or we call him Adam in the Twitter world. But I call him Deacon. I'm watching these guys, and I'm thinking about the quarterbacks. And I'm watching Russell Wilson play, and I could be nuts. And obviously, we, we, we referenced Tyrod Taylor, you know, with Russell Wilson. Stat-wise, that's where you want to be. And then you had the, the guys that wanted to trade for Kirk Cousins and all sorts of stuff. So it was nice to see guys play. And, you know, 
quarterbacks in the playoffs. That's their, their, their wild card guys in, or not wild card, but, but second tier as far as Cousins, obviously. But Russell Wilson, kind of the way he runs is totally different than Tyrod Taylor. It almost reminds me of like a more savvy style like Fred Jackson. You know, like Fred like moves in and out of players, but he doesn't really look like he's moving at all. Right. You know, and then Tyrod Taylor, to me, I could be nuts off my rocker. He reminds me more of like a LaShawn McCoy. Like he sets up jukes and and everything like like really makes disgusting. the guys really 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 miss. Right, right, right. And yeah. and his playmaking ability is second to none. And I gotta say, after watching Kirk Cousins, I've had you know you watch him over the year, and he's he I, I feel he's had better games. But I think Tyra Taylor is so much more accurate and just it would have been nice to see how the Bills would fare in these games, but well, regardless, that's all we got this week. So Yeah, I you only paid me for half an hour, so I gotta go. I'm out of here. Check us out, numbillsfan.com. I'm numbills Adam D on Twitter, Dave is numbillsfan. Don't forget, check out firstand12.com. Yeah, if you want to check out tickets for that uh, evening with Jim Kelly in Toronto, it's like $69 U.S., $99 Canadian. Yeah, transfers out to be about $69. but And we'll have a lot more about that next time. Thursday night, we'll be back. at First and 12 on Twitter. An evening with Jim Kelly in Toronto, March 23rd, 2016, in support of Hunter's Hope Foundation. So check it out. About 69 bucks. No big deal. 69 bucks American. Have a good one. We're out.